This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the Retro RGB Weekly Roundup. I'm the guest host this week, Smoke Monster. I'm sending in for Bob, who's away, and I am proud and humbled to be the first and only guest host for the news. So, got a lot of cool stuff this week. Really excited to cover it, so let's jump right in. This week, we've got something a little different because I'm going to be filling in for Bob, Retro RGB, for the Weekly Roundup. And I'm already learning that it's a big job because I've got a big list of things to cover and uh, it's not easy. So before I start, I want everybody to uh, consider becoming a patron of Bob's because I can tell you, I've got a relatively easy week of news to cover here and it is tough. It's hard to keep up with, it's hard to write the articles, and he's got to manage the website, edit the video, do all that kind of stuff. So definitely consider becoming a patron. Even at the $1 level, you get access to all of his Patreon-exclusive exclu- Patreon stuff. So um, you get early access to his videos. He has lots of Patreon-exclusive videos. And you also get entered into the Discord giveaways, also known as the previously uh, Patreon giveaways. So, uh, yeah, consider supporting Bob. If you're already supporting him at the $1 level, bump it up to 2 just because. Bob's working really hard, and I'm getting a taste of that this week. So... Huge thanks to Bob for letting me fill in, and uh, thanks for joining me here. And uh, as you guys probably guessed, I've been doing a lot of Mr.-related things, and so this week there's a lot of Mr. news. And before I start on that, I want to explain really quickly what Mr. is, just to catch people up who might not know. Uh, Mr. is an FPGA-based multi-console, so you can think of it kind of like a uh, Raspberry Pi except that it has a Cyclone 5 FPGA processor on it, so it's using sort of the same emulation technique as the famous consoles like the uh, AVS and the Analog Super NT and NT Mini. So theoretically, you can have most excellent, I won't say perfect, but most excellent hardware emulation, depending on uh, how good the cores are written for it. And Mr. has a lot of cores already, and a lot of those cores are ready to use, so everybody's getting on board for Mr., and I'm proud to be sort of behind a lot of that hype, at least. Okay, and the first piece of news that we've got is uh, Joseph Migid on the Framemeister OSSC Upscaler group on Facebook uh, replaced his original acrylic panels with wood laser-cut walnut wood panels, uh, and it looks really cool. This is really classing up the old OSSC. And uh, as you guys can imagine, I'm thinking, man, I want that for my mister. Although we should really wait until the board, you know, maybe six months from now when the board uh, layouts and everything are complete. But this would be a really cool thing to do. And uh, I guess he posted the files so that anybody uh, can have their own panels cut. You could do it with cheaper wood, too, I imagine. 
and I guess apparently it's a thing where they'll laser cut like wood for you online if you send them your uh, the layout files. So that's pretty cool. Bob thought that this looks a lot like the uh, CMVS by Analog, the original one, which was actually a solid block of wood. That thing was pretty cool. I don't have that. And next, we've got the We Duel installation video here by uh, Dan, who's showing how to install it. And um, it's got a really nice guide, walks you through the whole thing. It's an hour and a half long, shows you all the little secrets that you're going to know. So a uh, huge thanks to him for posting that, and well done. And moving on, we've got a new Nintendo Switch custom firmware. And uh, this is compatible with all Switches up until the hardware change around uh, July of 2018. And at the moment, you'll need to boot into, boot into custom firmware mode, CFW mode, every time you power on. So it's kind of like uh, Hen the original Henkaku for the Vita, or some of the earlier um, PSP mods where you need to run it every time you power on so right now it's not permanent but remember all those uh, old hacks became permanent at some point so if you guys are hacking your uh, switches this is pretty cool i don't have one but uh i'll get a wii uh, or a switch in like a year maybe when they're a little cheaper old smoke monster doesn't usually keep up with the the current hardware i wait until it gets cheap and i can buy it on ebay used and you know i am holding out for the switch uh sp U XL with brighter screen that's coming in about two years after five hardware revisions. And next up we have Genovi's unreleased 3DO M2 games, which is the follow-up to the series he's been doing on the 3DO. And uh, yeah, just a really professional video, lots of cool uh, clips of the games and the story behind them, so check that out. And Hyperkin has announced... HDMI cables for the Xbox and the original Xbox, the OG, and the Dreamcast, which is cool because um, it's just nice to see the Dreamcast and the Xbox getting some attention. Uh, there are some caveats, of course. We need to see some footage of these in action first. I personally am uh, wary of these. I think that they're going to have not-so-great video output, and for perfectionists like the people watching the Retro RGB Weekly Roundup, you guys might be... Uh, critical of some of these things. So take a look at the preview videos first. Uh, like Metal Jesus Rocks did a really good review of some uh, new HDMI cables that had come out for the Xbox last year, maybe six months ago. And those, to me, turned out to look pretty bad, uh, even compared to the original uh, Xbox HD box by Microsoft, where you could uh, use component. Uh, but it's cool to see them getting some attention, and not everybody has fancy upscalers, and new TVs don't even have component inputs on them, apparently. My, my new one here in Brazil doesn't, uh, but I got that for free, so I'm not complaining. Uh, but yeah, that'll be, of course, probably, um, well, I don't know if it does scaling and all that kind of stuff, so it might be dependent on whether or not your TV supports these custom resolutions, or maybe not, but yeah, it's it's just cool to see new products for these systems, I guess. And next, ROM hacker Corpse Grinder has released a really cool ROM hack. Super Mario Brothers NES with two players simultaneously. So these kind of hacks are both the rarest and the most difficult to pull off. So you're adding a completely new gameplay element to a classic game. So what you can do with this is it's no longer one and two player take turns two player style. It's one and two player, it's two player simultaneous Super Mario Bros. So player one is Mario and player two is Luigi. 
So how cool would this be to see like two super speedrunning Mario uh, gamers playing simultaneously together to like annihilate Super Mario Brothers cooperative mode? I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I always screw up the pronunciation, so correct me if I'm wrong. People are going to complain in the comments, but I think that the ROM hacker's name was Corpse Grinder, or maybe it's Corpse Grinder. I'm not sure. But yeah, sorry, I'm really bad with pronunciation, so sorry guys, but you're just going to have to live with it, so just F off and uh, yeah, unsubscribe. Okay, so now we're going to get into a big set of Mr. News, and this is really just catching up since last week, so you can really see that the ball is rolling on Mr. There's so much going on that I can't even keep up with it. I'm sure I've missed a few things here, but I did my best today to scramble all day long and, uh, and sort out all the news for the week, so this is one week of Mr. News coming up. So I did a video... Um, that kind of got the ball rolling on the Mr. Hype uh, a couple weeks ago. And I, as I explained in that video, the main thing that draws me to Mr. are the arcade cores. So if you think of a console core, like if there was an NES core, you write the core and it runs like a thousand NES games or however many. Super Famicom, Famicom Disk System maybe, that kind of stuff. With the arcade systems, each arcade game basically had its own platform to some degree. So you'd have a PCB that maybe only played one single game. Now, there were some that played multiple games, like the Neo Geo MBS, of course, plays hundreds of games. The uh, Capcom CPS-1, CPS-2, CPS-3, those are multi-game systems where you write one core and you can get a whole bunch of games. But uh, for more obscure classic games, uh, there are a bunch of cores that are basically, you can think of them as a core that's just made for one game. So it's translating the hardware on the PCB into FPGA terms. So as Kev described uh, when he was on with Bob, it's not really coding. It's more like translating a schematic into the FPGA so that it can reconfigure itself. And uh, so a lot of work goes into getting one game running, like Donkey Kong or Burger Time. And uh, when it's done, you have something that's superior to MAME in a lot of ways because it's basically MAME ROMs but ran on a hardware reconfiguration, re-implementation, whatever you want to call it, hardware emulation. And uh, the arcade cores are really good on Mr. And if you if you have the I.O. board for analog RGB, you can hook it right into a an arcade monitor itself. You can run it into your PVM, into your CRT, because it does component output, does VGA output. Uh, you can do SCART, BNC, whatever you put on there, basically. It's got and if you run it through the HDMI output of the DE10 Nano, you can actually do things like scaling and rotation. And that is a really cool feature to me because when you're running arcade boards, let's say you have the original Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey Kong's a vertical game, and so you really need to have in your arcade or your game room, you need to have a vertical monitor and a horizontal monitor, so two different monitors. And uh, if you were just to emulate Donkey Kong straight up, you would, of course, have to rotate your actual monitor and rotate your controls. But the Mister, because it has scaling features and those kind of things, and it does extremely low latency uh, scaling at this point, but the, it can be improved. Um, you can do rotation, that kind of stuff. So you no longer need to turn your actual screen vertical to play Donkey Kong or Burger Time or maybe if Dig Dug ever happens, which somebody should make happen because we've already got Galaga and Galaga and Dig Dug are similar in a lot of ways. 
what some, what happened this week now that we've caught up on the uh, arcade cores what they are and how they work so basically the arcade cores were made originally just to run one game or maybe they could be tweaked uh to run other games that are similar to that hardware but you run into this issue where you can only have for an arcade core like if you have a donkey kong core and you wanted to have a donkey kong core running a hack uh, you would run into some conflicts there because of just the way things were set up. But a new feature was added to Mr. This ROM, using the, the ROM injector tool where you can inject a ROM right into the RBF file, which is the core file for Mr. And that was originally made basically to, to, re, to keep your folders organized where you don't need to have each core sometimes needs different boot ROMs and those kind of things. So you could consolidate all of that into one ROM, basically. Uh, but... NML32 realized that that's also a good way to do hack arcade hacks because now you're no longer going to run into conflicts if you can take the Donkey Kong core, make a copy of it, but inject a hacked Donkey Kong ROM because a big thing back in the day, and it's still going on to some degree, an operator could just remove the EPROMs on an arcade board and replace them with hacked ROMs and then you have an all-new game to play, basically. And on a lot of boards, it's just that simple. On some boards, it's far more technical and obviously those aren't going to be great candidates for Mr. Uh, hacks like this. But for the games where it's just a matter of like changing out one or two EPROMs or changing all of them out, not having to touch the actual hardware, then you can do the same thing digitally. You can plug in new EPROMs to the Mr. Core. And that's what M NML32 has been doing. And he's posting these videos on his YouTube channel with some of these awesome hacks. And uh, let me just pull one of them up here. Here is Ms. Pac-Man Neon, where you can see it's kind of a vector style to it. Pretty cool. I mean, this is also, it's it's better than doing this in main because, again, this is, unless you're going to be make, making your own custom bootleg uh ROM boards, which nobody really wants to do, because if you have a Pac-Man board, most people want to either just do a speed-up ROM or just leave it the way it is. So this gives you a way to experiment with things in a nice uh, hardware emulation and uh, play some hacks. So He's also done uh, a bunch of them, actually. I think around 20 or 25, and I've got them all. And he's been posting videos on his YouTube channel of them running. A really cool one that everybody is excited about is this Burger Time vector hack where it's burger time the arcade game but with vector style graphics and man is it cool looking definitely want to dive into that one and you can do for some uh, on some boards you can do speed hacks that don't require any other changes to the hardware so um like here's galaga with fast shooting because obviously that's not gonna require any more horsepower to pull off but one of the annoying things about Galaga, if you've played it a million times, you know, for the last 30 years, is maybe you want to shoot faster. So there you go. So really cool stuff, and a huge thank you to NML32 for doing this, and for writing the instructions on how to do it, and for hooking me up with the files. So Okay, now for one that I'm really excited about, and this is featuring Electron Ash, who is right here in the live stream in the chat with us right now. So Electron Ash has been working for a little while on the LL Cooljoy add-on board for Mr., which is an add-on board that's going to allow for ultra-low latency. As Bob explained in the weekly, in the last week's weekly roundup, it's essentially lag-free. I mean, there will be some processing, obviously, anytime you're dealing with controllers, but it's ultra-fast. And um, what people want with Mr. is, right now, if you want to use, like, an intent NES controller, you have to use a USB adapter, which, obviously, that translation to USB and even going through the USB uh, circuit on the on the 
D10 nano, it's going to add some sort of lag, even if it's minuscule, which it is right now. It has really good uh, USB processing, so it already is ultra low lag, but if we have this powerful uh, hardware emulation platform that has zero lag analog output, you really want to have the lowest latency possible, and so that's what this controller board does, because cool thing about the DE10 Nano, it has uh, direct hardware access to the FPGA via the pins, and so um, what Ash is doing, he's making, he originally started with just a controller board with a couple of controller inputs on it for like Sega Genesis and Atari, and then it's been evolving, uh, we've been talking about it in the Smoke Monster uh, Elite Patreon Discord channel, and everybody's, uh, you know, feature creeping on him and asking for more things. But we wanted to get, we were talking about it, like, what's the most efficient way to do the controllers? Because you could put every controller under the sun on there. You could have Super Nintendo, PlayStation, everything. But you don't actually need all of those, really, when you stop to think about it. The absolute minimum that you would really want if you're doing a, a, a controller board is you'd want DB9 for Genesis, Atari, and all of those systems that use the DB9 connector. You'd want a DB15 port, which would allow direct access in with no processing at all for for uh, controllers like, well, any arcade equipment is using um, just simple on-off style uh, controller switches. And that's the exact same thing that's in like the Neo Geo MVS, AES, and CD controller. Uh, those use DB15, and it also allows for pad hacking out into DB15 so that you could pad hack a controller and have direct hardware output from it. So that's cool. So it has two of those, two DB9s, and then also has, this was my idea, and Ash actually has been making it work. I said it would be kind of cool uh, if you could use RJ45, so an Ethernet connector, to put stream in any controller under the sun, because you really could. All you have to do is make, you take in a cheap extension cord, uh, cut off the male end, and replace that with an RJ45 connector, which is really easy to do, by the way, with a crimper. And uh, you can make make a $2 adapter for basically any controller ever made. And uh, that idea led to Ash adding the RJ45 connectors. And we're going to go with the MC Cthulhu pinout. Now, it's not using the MC Cthulhu uh, signal or anything like that. This is ju We're just going to use the pinout, and we're going to take the direct controller information in through the RJ45. I say we. I'm not doing anything. I'm just looking at it. Uh, Ash is the man behind all of this. And the cool thing that happened last week, in addition to adding uh, all these new features, he integrated it with the USB board for the Mister, which before was another add-on board. So the Mister, it was starting to get kind of tall. I mean, if we did have to do every single one of these as an individual board, the thing's going to look a bit like a desktop computer. And I actually thought that an old, you could make a 3D printed case for it that looks like an old desktop uh, computer from the 90s, and I thought that would be pretty cool, like an old IBM or something. Uh, but we don't really want to have to keep buying all these different boards, so it's best to consolidate them as much as you can. And so Ash pulled in the USB board, uh, which is open source project, and um, so now it's the LL Cooljoy is also a USB hub, and it has six USB inputs too that you can use for any uh, USB controller. Basically, you can plug it in and test your luck. Uh, kudos to Electron Ash for making this happen. This is a dream come true, and it's really. This is, when I saw the Mr. Project, everybody has all these features they want. I really just wanted two things. I wanted a way to plug in controllers directly, and I want a RetroArch-style update system. And Teddy, who is also here in the chat right now, is working on that update system. So 
that that should happen eventually. He has something really cool in the works, and that'll allow you to update it from within Mister, just like with the RetroArch, update the cores directly. And next up, we have some Mister improvements, including updates to the Genesis core. And uh, people are probably thinking that these uh, the Mister the Genesis core is getting tons of love lately, and they're probably thinking that it has something to do with the Mega SG, and there's like a competition thing. It's actually not. Uh, the Genesis Core has been getting uh, attention, lots of attention for like the past month, and that predates anything with the Mega SG, so it's just a coincidence. And uh, as I said in my reveal uh, video for the Mister, the Genesis Core was kind of not in ship shape uh, a couple weeks ago. It had lots of little quirks to work out and, and things like that. Now, all of a sudden, after four or five updates that have come out since that video, it is fantastic. And uh, it's a really great core, and you definitely should check it out. And some of the cool things that happened this week, in addition to some bug fixes and little things, uh, Electron Ash, actually, again, he worked out uh, the bugs that were causing like some weird uh, audio issues with certain games. Like you could hear, everybody heard it in the rings in Sonic, for example. And uh, that was an easy fix. And then there are a bunch of other sound-related fixes done by Swordslig, I believe. Alexei, if you guys don't know, he's kind of like... If Kevtris is to the analog products, uh, as Alexi is to the FPGA, uh, the Mister product, the Mister project. So he's kind of the man behind a lot of this stuff. And um, so, as you can see, tons of updates to various things in the uh, Genesis Core. And we also had a cool thing that Risha did. Risha, a lot of you know her. Uh, she really wanted sharper scaling a lot of us had and a lot of people called for that if they saw my video of the mr clips that i released um they said it could just be a tad bit sharper and actually if you had compared it back then the 240p output to an ossc upscaled to 1080p was sharper than the original scalers and that all might be changing now that we have more attention on this so uh, Rene from DB electronics and voltar have already been talking about completely uh, redoing the scaler from the ground up but um before that happens, uh, the scaler is in really good shape now. All of a sudden, it has Risha was working on nearest neighbor scaling, and she's got that working. And uh, Swordslib pulled that into the main cores for a bunch of them already, into the core file for uh, let's see for the NES, the PC Engine, TurboGrafx-16, and SuperGrafx core, and the SMS. And uh, if you compare these pictures I posted on the uh, RetroRGB.com news. Uh, to the video that I streamed, you can see it's really sharp now all of a sudden. And uh, there's also there are lots of little things changed under the hood too for Mister, including a really cool feature uh, that everybody is excited about. So you can load a core coefficient file, and all that is is a text file explaining various functions of the scaler. And immediately, all of us thought, all right, Firebrand X style profiles, and you can do sort of that kind of stuff with this. So we can now create custom scalar configs and share those with each other and uh, tweak the cores to get the kind of view output we want. So that's pretty cool. And that, and the, uh, that also added vertical integer, sca integer scaling. So a lot of people had requested that. If you've seen videos where the pixels aren't perfect squares, it's just because that was filmed before integer scaling was uh, part of the mister. 
now I assume that any videos you're going to see going forward are going to have perfectly square pixels, and that's pretty cool. Everybody wants that. So that was Sorgelig and Risha behind that. We've also got save support, save files for the Sega Master System core added. And yeah, just tons of stuff going on. I, I feel like by the time I've even opened my mouth about this, there will be more cool stuff happening. So... Hopefully next week we'll have even more uh, main core updates for Mr. And speaking of analog RGB output, if you have the I.O. board, as I said in my launch video, you can use those cheap, you know, like $2 or $5 monoprice VGA to whatever adapters. So VGA to component, v just straight up VGA. You can go VGA to BNC, VGA to SCART, whatever you want. VGA to whatever, basically analog and it'll work. But those cables aren't really ideal. One, they pick up a lot of audio noise, especially if you have a busy area like um, behind your computer, behind your entertainment center, and they're just not, they're not ideal for Mr. Use. They work, but they're not perfect, that kind of thing, you know, just like using cheap RGB cables, you get what you pay for. So a cool thing that happened this week was Retro Accessories, RetroAccess.com uh, introduced a Mr. Scart cable which is a VGA to SCART cable that's totally set up the way you would want it from Mr. It's uh, the D sub 15 port. You could configure it so that instead of a SCART end on it, it could have a BNC end on it, for example, to plug right into your uh, PVM or your BNC switcher, uh, Xtron kind of s switchers and things like that. So, uh, yeah, huge thank you to her for making these, and uh, I expect nothing but the best. This is what Risha uses, I believe. She used the custom cable builder to make her uh, analog cables. So if you'd seen my really early Mr. K uh, videos where I was showing 240p analog to the OSSC, uh, it was going through this. So, really cool. How about some HD Retrovision component cables for Mr.? That would be cool. Just to put, put that thought out there. And if you ever wonder why the ST is capitalized in Mr., that's a holdover from the MIST project, and that refers to the Atari ST uh, system. And everybody kind of has laughed about the fact that Mr. doesn't actually have an Atari ST core. Well, that's because it's still in, in, work, in the works and it hasn't been released yet. But it, there is a core. And um, BinaryBond007 just posted a video of Beverly Hills Cop on the uh, beta Atari ST core which is made by Ijor, I-J-O-R, uh, and it's looking good. So I assume we're going to see this one coming out pretty soon. So those of you who are big into Atari stuff, this is going to be right up your alley. Look at that majestic parallax scrolling there. It's like you're in the movie. It's kind of violent. Okay, and I mentioned, I mentioned that the Retro Roundtable guys were kind of getting into Mr., a few of them, and uh, in that vein, Renee and Voltar opened up a Discord channel that's public, anybody can join, and it's explicitly for Mr. Development talk. So if you're into Mr. Dev stuff, uh, go join the fun. Now, I am kind of the hype train behind Mr. Keep that in mind for this next story. I don't want to jump the gun here, but Mr. does theoretically support 1200p. So that's like... 120 better than 1080p. Uh, and immediately, those of you who can do math are thinking, well, that's 5x 240p integer scaling, kind of like what the OS, exactly like what the OSSC does. And you'd be right. Uh, the Mr., basically, the DE10 Nano is the bottleneck as far as what resolutions are supported. And Electron Ash thinks that th really, realistically, 1600 by 1200 is about the cutoff where we're going to still be able to get 60 frames per second. 
a video out of the mister, and 4K is really out of the question before you even ask about that. We would need about twice as many pins uh, on the DE10 Nano in order to get that. So it's not to say that it won't happen in a future mister. It's just not going to happen while mister is based on the DE10 Nano platform. So one day that could happen, but right now the best you're going to be able to get is 1200p. And Risha posted some pictures of she hacked the Nest Core up to run 1200p, and it, it looks great. The caveat being, of course, that your display or your scaler is going to need to support these custom resolutions. So if it supports it, it's going to be pretty cool. But this is still uh, basically a tech demonstration, and it's not really uh, ready for the masses yet. It would have to be, there would have to be changes to all the cores before this happened. But it's cool to see what's possible in the Mister, and it's super sharp. And uh, another interesting thing that you can do is you can do your scan doubling in any core or your line doubling before any of the scaling. So kind of like the same way that the um, RetroTINK works as just a simple 2x scaler, uh, you can do that with any core to get 240p to 480p or uh, whatever. And um, that's a really nice another way to just get ultra sharp scaling working and uh, that doesn't add any lag whatsoever so it's pretty cool and i said the mister project is getting popular and uh tinkerplunk.com jacob proctor also known as arithmaldor uh originally had planned to do small batches of the latest and greatest io board and sd ram boards which are basically going to be Anybody who's going to get a mister for serious use is going to want both of those. So even the I.O. board, even if you're not interested in the analog video right now, uh, you are going to need that second SD card slot eventually for something because um, different cores can use that as a second hard drive, basically. And um, so he was going to do a small batch for the Smoke Monster Elite Discord members, uh, but it you could tell right away that this was very, very popular. Basically, everybody wanted them. And so instead of doing small batches, he just decided to do 100, 101 uh, I.O. boards and SD-RAM boards as a pre-order so that he could uh, raise the funds to order the parts. He opened up pre-orders and we tweeted about it and in about just a little over 24 hours he sold out the all the, the sets, so 101 boards. And um, those of you who are on Twitter, that was great for you, but other people are going to be, need, be needing another source. So if you are one of these uh, people who makes boards, really consider picking up and making Mr. IO and SD-RAM boards. You don't need to worry about the USB hub really yet, just because it's going to be better to wait until the LL Cooljoy controller slash USB hub is done, because that's going to be the one that people are going to want. Uh, things like the real-time clock, you don't really need that board for anything. And uh, I'm starting to see that it's more and more useless the more I look into it, because the Mister has Wi-Fi, and it'll grab the time off of your network anyways for anything that needs the time. So it's really just adding one more point of failure uh, one day when that battery starts leaking or it goes dead anyways. So Mister's getting popular. Uh, thank you to Jacob for uh, offering those, because everybody, most of the people who wanted one, uh, the big names in YouTube, I know a lot of them are getting these, and uh, he's going to send a courtesy set to uh, Corey from My Life in Gaming, which is going to be awesome if they do a video on it. And I know a bunch of other bigwigs who are getting it too, so it's pretty cool. And I've got mine ordered, and uh, hopefully I'll have that. I should be able to start making my own Mr. Video Capture videos in about a month and a half or so. All right, that about does it for the week. Thanks for joining, and Bob will be back next week at the regular time on Wednesday. 
And like I said, please make sure to subscribe to him. Uh, hit that bell icon so you get notified for his new videos. Like this one if you liked it, and maybe I'll see you again in the future if it went over okay. And again, uh, please consider becoming a patron of Bob's on Patreon. Uh, the guy is a hero amongst us, and he deserves every penny he can get for this. And who knows, one day maybe we can make him our full-time weekly news reporter. So thanks again. It's been fun. It's Smoke Monster, and I'll see you later. Thank you.